Hey there, Boss Reballers. Patty Dominguez here. Episode 69. It's a He Said, She Said episode where Tim and I are riffing and talking about how to embrace change. Now, also, we wanted to make sure that you were made aware of a freebie that we have going on over at BossResociety.com forward slash consulting. If you're a consultant and maybe have been in the habit of perhaps underpricing yourself, not quite sure how much to charge for your time and expertise, definitely check out BossResociety.com forward slash consulting, where I take you through a quick tutorial, three steps on how to price out your time so you never undercharge again. Again, it's a freebie. Go ahead and check that over on BossResociety.com forward slash consulting. Enjoy the show. Do you believe there is more to your career than waiting for the gold watch in 40 years? Did you know that the average American spends 200 hours a year commuting to a job they probably hate? Does it frost your ass to get a 2% raise that barely keeps up with the rate of inflation? Have you ever worked for a boss hole? We know how you feel, and we want to help. Welcome to the Boss Free Society Podcast, your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts, Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez. Couch not included. And we're here with another episode of He Said, She Said with the amazing Tim Wambach and yours truly, Patty Dominguez here, bringing you some tips, tricks, hacks that we have incorporated into our own businesses and life and hope that you do the same. So when you said amazing, I was thinking like I was going to be like a magician or something. You know, the like, amazing, the amazing, the, the amazing Burt Wonderstone. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was only good because of Jim Carrey, by the way. Jim Carrey was hilarious. <laughs> he made that movie. And, well, and just Steve Carell. I just anytime he does anything, I laugh. See, but Ex- you know what? except except in uh, Anchorman. I didn't. I don't like him in Anchorman. I think he he doesn't. I don't know. I think they waste him in that movie. I'm sorry. You do <laughs> well. I I haven't seen Anchorman two. I heard it was really bad. I haven't seen. Anchorman. And all I know is that Burt Wonderstone or whatever the heck that movie was. Jim Carrey was hilarious. Like I could have seen the entire movie just with that Chris angel type yeah. of character that he did it was unbelievable he was great sorry we digress. We, we digress we digress so this episode is how to embrace change change does not let me repeat change does not have to cause anxiety and stress and overwhelm and interestingly enough when tim and i were preparing our notes because we do some research to make sure that we're offering you guys some solid content with actionable ideas or concepts that you can take and apply into your business when we looked up how to embrace change is just kind of a point of topic. The majority of entries around change had to do with stress, anxiety, overwhelm. We were blown away. Like, wow, yeah. change is really seen in a negative connotation when it really doesn't well, have then, to be. Right. When there was one like how to find a job, how to quit your job. It was it was really interesting how different things came up that were around change. Yeah. And so what we're going to do is flip the script on what the script on what Google is saying that change is about because we actually think that change is a good thing and change is a good thing because of the very simple concept of you're either changing which means that you're growing or you're dying and so we think change is a great thing and we're going to give you some examples of how we have incorporated change into our own businesses so to hopefully incite some creativity in you to say hey where can I change in my business or what I'm doing or my projects so Tim do you want to take it away with your amazing story about what's going on with Handicap This 
to back, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm becoming a magician again with the amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, so for those of you that don't know, I I have a business called Handicap This Productions, and the the main source of of revenue is from our stage show called Handicap This. We also do our fair amount of keynote speaking as well, but that's for the most part. Uh, up till now has been our main source of revenue is speaking or performing on stage. And what we've noticed throughout the years is that that business model is actually broken for us. Now, for those of you, again, that may not know, my business partner in that business, his name is Mike Berkson, and Mike has uh, cerebral palsy, and he has virtually no movement of his arms and his legs. The long story short with this is that traveling is really hard for Mike, and it's it's something that is really laborious and cumbersome and it takes a lot out of him and here our business model is if we're not traveling we're not making money and if your half of your business is not adept at traveling it kind of puts a monkey wrench into the whole the whole thing so back in 2013 we literally were all over the globe or not the globe I'm sorry all over the United States we were all over the United States uh, in 2013 and it really really took a lot out of Mike. So in 2014, we were trying to figure out, all right, what can we do that can really help our business so that we're not focused or relying on traveling to make all of our money? And that's when we came up with the idea of video uh, recording our show. So what we did back in February of 2015, uh, Mike and I, we video recorded a, uh, our show of Handicap This in front of 500 high school freshmen. Uh, it was actually at Ridgewood High School in Ridgewood, Illinois, not far from from where Mike and I live. So we videotaped the show, video recorded the show. I see, you know, videotape is is kind of, I guess that dates us, Patty. When we <laughs> You're aging yourself, Tim. Videotape, because we, we, we did everything digitally. But it just ingrained in me to you know to save videotape sometimes. So we, we had like a four camera shoot uh, and we we recorded the show in front of we did actually two shows one in the morning and then one in the evening. Uh, it was a community show, but so we had four cameras, two shows, so eight cameras that we had uh, different pieces of the show. So we edited the show into uh, one sellable entity for high schools and then we created another one for middle schools so um, the high school it's called the class the digital classroom experience and for the high schools um, they can purchase it along with online curriculum that is is comes with the product so that really gives the the onus to the teachers they can use it any way they, they want and then the middle school is just more pre and post discussion questions so the whole and then also Mike and I make ourselves available for a Google Hangout or like a Skype call so that we can be in their classroom live answering questions from any students that had seen the show. So really what this does is it gives really ownership to the teachers and how they want to access the information uh, and how they want to distribute the information. And then also the schools, because what they could do, and I'm, you know, every school is different. What they could do is they could actually show the show, <laughs> uh, in like an assembly, like on a big screen with, with everyone uh, there, or they could do it in, into the classrooms. Really depends on how they want to how they want to use it. But the bottom line is that this gives Mike and I the ability to be in hundreds, if not thousands, of classrooms across the country without having to get in an airplane, without having to drive eight hours somewhere. And this really is a game changer for us. Uh, where the the product will be released um, in July of 2015. So. This is something that, again, we're really excited about because we're not going to have to be at the places that 
purchase the show, purchase the online online digital product. And this this has been a long time coming. We have we had talked about this in the past, but we we felt that it would be hard to to really capture the essence of the show on you know on a on a digital product. But we really feel that we were able to do it. Um, we've it took probably two three months of editing, like really really digging deep into it and and getting everything that we could out of it. So uh, again, this is uh, for, for high schools and middle schools all across the country. And, and really, I mean, it can go into Canada and the UK and Australia, really across the globe. But obviously our main focus right now is towards uh, the United States. That's where, that's where, you know, we're from, that's where we've had our most success, but we're extremely excited that this is going to leverage our, leverage our time, leverage our, our uh, experience and leverage our our assets really to take that to to the masses. Yeah, so here's a here's a really great example of where you guys were and how you've decided to grow because then the message is going to grow just beyond what you've been able to do in the past where if you had a gig it, it was more or less close by etc or in order to travel that would take too much time and a lot of effort because of the, the limitations on travel you know with Mike exactly. but this is a great example of how you guys were seeking out change and figuring out what was the change that was required to happen in order to continue the message. And then, of course, from a monetization standpoint, to make it into a business that's growing. With where we're at, we could never we could never perform as much as we can with this digital product. Like With where our numbers, our projections are going to be, we would literally have to be on, on the road almost – every week to be able to bring in that type of income. And that's something that Mike just isn't able to do. Well, and then here's another another point to that is that this new model of having your business online and incorporating those Skype calls that you're talking about, that's able to accommodate Mike's life, of course, but then also yours, you know, as you're entering into a new stage in your life, having been married with you guys wanting to have children, um, all of that, this is, it couldn't be perfect timing because of the fact that you now you're going to have this system in place that's going to allow for, for you really to leverage quality of life that is important to you. And we're going to grow it too. Like this is the first step. You know, this is 1.0 basically. And we've already Aaron talks about doing one for like Boy Scouts of America or Girl Scouts of America. We're already talking about having a Spanish speaking version where we have two uh, Spanish speakers come in that, you know, dub my lines and Mike's lines so that we're, uh, you know, using that too. So, I mean, there's already so many different layers that we can really get into that can just really, it's almost endless. Yeah, that's so cool. So that's a great example of how Tim and Mike have been able to embrace the change, right? It's not causing anxiety. It's not causing stress. There's no overwhelm because they have a strategy for what they're doing and they recognize that this is going to really allow for them to take their business to the next level and really continue to grow the business. So that's what's really cool about it. Right. Now, now, Patty, we, we, I talked about my little story. I know that you have a story as well that our listeners are just dying 
to hear <laughs> from the amazing Patty. Oh, that's me, the amazing Patty Dominguez. <laughs> okay, so for me, guys, I I am very much a proponent of change. I, I actually consider myself a change agent. I I like change. I thrive with change. I don't mind it at all. Um, in fact, I welcome it because to me, it's like a new stage keeps things fresh and interesting. And when in my particular business, um, I've been able to 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 now be doing my own thing on my own for three years now. It is really at the point where I have a nice mix of what I'm doing in my business, whether it's my passive income, my consulting business, some affiliate stuff that I work on. Whenever I'm thinking about a new business venture, it's been really helpful for me to have the right type of mentorship, leadership in my life that I invest in. And I say invest and I and I want to really make note to that word because when you invest in a mastermind or in the mentorship to help you take your business to the next level, it's just that it's an investment. But it's only as good of an investment as the effort you put against it. And so that's the other key key message there. And so for me, taking my business so that it's more of an automated or online product creation type of system as opposed to service creation where it's literally trading my time for money or creating a job for myself, I'm steering away from that. And here's a great example of what um, has been going on with me. I had the other thing is you kind of have to have thick skin when you're dealing when you're working with mentors. I almost said dealing because (laughs) they can be very and I welcome candor. But they can be super candid and sometimes it's really tough to hear. You cannot be so in love with a service, a product, a business idea that you're doing that you don't see the trees or how does the saying go? The forest, what is that? The forest forest through the trees. There you go. You don't see the forest through the trees. So for me, I have had some business ideas this year that I'm like, oh, should I get into that, this and that? And my mentor was like basically saying, wait a minute you're moving from another service business to another service business like that doesn't make sense you want to create better leverage of your time and so we can do that with online product creation or automating things etc so this is where being very receptive to change and seeing how people are presenting change but of course they're explaining the reason why has been the reason why I have been able to grow in my business so this is where it's really critical to always be open and just not being so in love with a particular idea that I I, I just get stuck so that's what I've been really thankful for that as I continue to evolve my business uh, evolve the the mix of income that I have I'm receptive to being flexible to recognize change whenever I see it in front of me, be like, yep, that's the way to go. And here's why. And using the expertise of a mentor or a mastermind to kind of pulse check it to say, hey, is this, am I going the right direction? Is this make sense? And that's just been so helpful for me. So again, change is something that for me, it definitely does not cause anxiety, stress, or overwhelm. In fact, it's something that I welcome because it has been the reason why I've been able to grow in my business as pretty, as quick as I've been able to. So I'm really thankful for that. Oh, definitely. And I think the, the last thing that we'll talk about here, this is something that uh, Jack Canfield teaches. I think this is really uh, a great formula for any anyone out there to use to kind of help them with their day-to-day life. And that's the, the formula is E plus R equals O. Now, people are saying, okay, what is E, what is R, and what is O? <laughs> well, E is the event, and the event can change any time. 
R is the response, and that's the control you have. And the O is the outcome. So really, the event is is what happens. Like, for instance, this is a really bad analogy, but let's say the Bears lose. That's the event, <laughs> right? The response is, okay, for me, I'm a Bears fan. When the Bears lose, it that next week, it just is a little bit of less uh, – there's a little bit less – bump in your step when they, when they lose. And that's my response. So that's the control I have. And when you change the response, you change your outcome. So like I said, that was a really bad example. But the point being is that it's your response to whatever event happens. Like let's say uh, you, you get involved in a bad business deal and it goes south. What's your response? Is your response to sit and cry and, and blame or, and criticize everyone? Or throw in the towel and throw say to- entrepreneurship is just not for me. Not for me. You know, that's your response. Or is it, okay, that's a learning experience. I now learned some what valuable, yeah, some valuable insight. And now that changes your outcome. So really the E plus R equals O is, is really, it really gives, gives 100% responsibility to the individual in for your life. Because you control the response to whatever happens to you in any given day, you control the response. Let's say you get into a car accident, right? And let's say, and let's say it's, it's like a fender bender. Let, let's not make it too bad. It's just a fender bender. You, ha- you control your response to that. Whether, example is a couple weeks ago, my wife actually got into a little fender bender. And I was out of town. And it happened like 1030 at night. She was actually doing running an errand uh, late at night. And she got into a little fender bender. And she was very, she didn't want to call me because I was out of town. And I was, you know, doing some coaching and things. And she knew that I was having a really great week. And she didn't want to pull me down. But at the same time, she knew that she had to because you know, this is our life. And she was really concerned about my how my response was going to be. And I was extremely understanding when she told me and I, I was very calm about it and I didn't erupt or, you know, I didn't fly off the handle or anything like that because A, my my wife was fine. There was nothing, nothing happened to her. She was absolutely fine. Two, there wasn't really even a scratch on our car. It was the other car that had the issue. So I just said, Hey, it happened. There's nothing that we can do about it. Can't go back. You can't get in your uh, DeLorean with uh, Marty McFly and, and and change it, right? So it's really that response and using it to your advantage. And there's, you know, I very easily could have been upset about it, and I was I was disappointed that it happened. Not disappointed in my wife, but just you know, of, of course, you you don't want have to deal with insurance companies and things like that, but really has been for me. That's a great example for me to use because I did not react in a negative way. I reacted in a positive way. And that calmed her down. She felt better about everything. And that was something that I had control over. I have another example as well for me personally is, you know, when when I started out on my own, I would take on any client. I think I've talked about this before, but I would take on any client to take them on. And here is the deal. In your haste to want to take on any business, you're going to get a rotten apple in the mix, (laughs) to say it lightly. But it's so important to recognize that, of course, that's all part of the process where you're just figuring yourself out. And one particular event was there was a business deal that went sour because the level of expectation in exchange for the investment that the client made was just not in alignment. Like they were wanting a B-52 and they had, you know, they paid for a crop duster. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just like just apples and oranges. Now, that particular event was pretty early on in my entrepreneurial venture. And so here's the deal. I could have been like, oh, my God, this is too hard. Like, I don't want to take on any more clients. 
clients. This is too much risk. I'm going to lose money. I did lose money on the deal. But now the way that I responded or chose to respond to it was, okay, this is feedback. This is where I'm going wrong. I'm undercharging. And here's where else is I'm going wrong is that, that the scope that I had wasn't as tight. I didn't pick the right client. I just took on any business, regardless of the fact that in my gut, I said, I don't know if this is going to be a good fit. So I went against my gut, which is a whole other learning. I know that you guys have heard us talk about always go with your gut. So that particular event could have, the response I could have had to it could have been like, oh my God, I can't do this. I, like, I have to run to a job again. Um, and I didn't. I just chose to look at it as like, okay, this is feedback. This is giving me feedback. Here's what's working. Here's what's not. Here's what to avoid for next time. And so now the outcome is very easy because I I chose to look at it in a constructive way and not in a, oh my God, I suck at entrepreneurship. (laughs) It's It's all part of the process. With that, there you have it. How to embrace change. It doesn't have to be full of anxiety or stress or overwhelm. It in fact is something that you should welcome into your life because it's a good thing. It allows us to grow because if we're not growing, then we're dying as Tony Robbins says, right? He's the one that says that, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. Our tips on how to embrace change. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on Twitter at Boss Society or and. And, yeah. And. and. This is not not a zero-sum game, Patty. (laughs) And hit the subscribe button on iTunes or Stitcher and join our Boss Free Ballers because that's what makes you so when you hit that subscribe button. And, of course, on Facebook at the Boss Free Society Dojo, a group of like-minded people who are rocking it out with their business, living boss free by design not to fall. Right? That's right. All right. And so there you have it. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Boss Free Society podcast. If you want more, connect with us on Facebook at Boss Free Society fan page, Twitter at Boss Free Society, or join our group of other boss free minded peeps at the Boss Free Dojo on Facebook. <laughs>